0: It's the K-pop cast, and I'm using a pop filter, so I'm hoping that's not too pop, 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 <laughs> poppy for the recording. Um, uh. I'm DJ Pilo, a K-pop DJ, and I'm joined here by Supermatic, who is a K-pop people. What's going on, Supermatic? What's up? What's up, everyone? How y'all doing today? And what do we have on the schedule today, Supermatic? We've got a jam-packed show. For all the listeners
1: today, we are going to be covering the Wonder Girls disbanding, as well as Red Velvet's
0: hot new single, Rookie. Or should I say, Lookie? (laughs) Lookie, whatever. So, Matt. Yes. Tell me matt you know Mm -hmm. why are you so lonely well i
1: mean you know it's just the irony of the wonder girls disbanding they were so hot but now they can't even be my baby you know
0: yeah i feel you i mean i have two different tiers to how i feel about this breakup on one hand it's great that the members who want to move on can but on the other hand it's the end of an era with a closure like this right i'm assuming
1: that jyp could have toured the girls for like money oh well let's get into it after the break K-pop DJ is mine. Put it back on DJ P-low. Here we go. What's the thing you're obsessed with these days?
0: K-pop. What is this? Korean pop music? I I the so
1: Korean wave.
0: It's the K-wave. Yeah. And it's washed over Asia for the last few years. It's the best thing you've ever seen. The
1: uh, girls' generation.
0: A wave of super groups with infectious hooks. Wow.
1: I'm really impressed. I'm, I'm speechless, really. <laughs>
0: it's a global phenomenon. <laughs> 오늘 밤으로 뺏겨 뺏기 해, yeah Baby give me some, give me, give me some, yeah Yeah, yeah We will talk now, yeah We yeah, 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 Hey, that's yeah, 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 저의 파워플레이션 사슴같이 예쁜 누나의 프린세스 나를 보고 비웃는 게 너무 시크해 모두 날 보내고 간너 <목소리> 지금부터 잘 지켜봐 확 <목소리> 필요 <목소리> 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 you've been living under a rock and you haven't been on the internet. The quick TLDR is that the Wonder Girls are breaking up.
1: <sighs> Sadness.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes mm. you go like TT, right? Right. <laughs> um Aww. yeah. And the way we kind of found out about them breaking up mm-hmm. came through a series of publicity disasters. Fans noticed that the Wonder Girls' girls' image mm-hmm. from the JYB, JYP JY building was taken down yeah a lot lot of people wondering what's going on papa jyp and JYP is like well it's going through contract negotiations shrug emoji and we find out uh yeah so they decided to break up Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's quite possible that that was the real answer from jyp at the time but come on jyp from me a pr professional in the day (laughs) job that's never how you do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you take it down after you make the announcement you let people speculate as they Mm -hmm. did and and change the narrative (laughs) for how you want to go out with the news so what do you think actually led to the breakup i mean obviously we have the official answer from jyp Mm -hmm. what do you think supermatic i mean it's
1: hard to really like make an educated guess and plus as a fan and an outsider, all we can really do is, as you said, speculate. Right. But I do remember reading on, I believe it was Reddit or maybe it was one of the Naver articles, like an actual K-pop news site, uh-huh. that the official statement put out, at least from one of the members. I don't remember if it was either a uh, Yubin or yin It was one of those two, at least. Sure. Uh, what they said is that after a bunch of back and forth contract talks. The girls collectively just decided that after ten long years, it was just about that time it just it felt more right to put Wonder Girls on the shelf instead of trying to push forward and continue on. Which I can understand, but at the same time as a fan, that makes me sad because no more Wonder Girls.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean <sighs> we're gonna enter into this untamed territory where we don't have a very clear definition of who's gonna step up next. Yeah. Like is it twice can't do it they're a very different brand yeah they have their own thing and miss a is just a little too senior and mm-hmm. i think their career until too veteran yeah and admittedly like even like we already know so that what is that bad girl good girl oh yeah that was gonna be a wonder girl song that they just kind of <laughs> stole yep. from miss a for them to launch so that mm-hmm. that was the next closest brand affinity to the Wonder girl girl so right now this is ripe untamed territory for any other female K-pop group that wants yeah. to snatch up this brand and like, this not, niche.
1: Not just under JYP, but just in general. I mean, it's hard for you and I to even think of any groups at all that could step yeah. up into that void, right?
0: Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the girls are moving on. Mm-hmm. So, Yeon, mm-hmm. the only girl in the entire group, including Hiena... <laughs> Who have stayed has stayed with the girls since the beginning. Like she's literally the only one from beginning <laughs> to, to end. end. <laughs> is moving on. And yep. good for her. I mean, mm-hmm. she's signing with another label, so more entertainment in her future. Yep. But uh What Eubin is the only one who resigned, and Uh, Eubin and Hiram, or Hiram, I'm not sure how to say her name with an R or an L. (laughs) Okay, so obviously a very important member of the group (laughs) whose name we can't quite remember. Right. I I mean, I can see why maybe Eubin might stay. I San Jose homegirl represent, Mm -hmm. like keep on representing our hometown for actually recording this podcast. Where she's from but San Jose 408 yeah that's what's going on <laughs> i i can only hope that she'll be folded into something better maybe a solo thing with jyp yeah we can only hope papa jyp will manage her well <laughs> yeah right what would have been better and we mentioned this with 21 mm-hmm. is that it would have been better if they had a goodbye tour yeah i mean
1: uh our goodbye songs going to become the norm because they're getting a final single on yeah the- Tenth of this month, or roughly around there, uh-huh. but come on, you and I, as well as I'm very sure many of our listeners and just K-pop fans in general, could all agree a tour would have been nicer and right. better.
0: Yeah, yeah. So again, like him, like money. Mm-hmm. So with <laughs> uh, you know, giving them all our tour yep. and fees and dues, it would have been a graceful way to say goodbye mm-hmm. without you know having this you know deliberately sentimental sad song yep. to go say goodbye with. And like to anyone, they're coming out with their own goodbye song. Yeah. In addition to the one where they kind of made the news with, but Mm -hmm. another goodbye song.
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually don't remember what the title of it is. I just saw Wonder Girls coming out with a goodbye song February 10th. So I don't know if they even gave it a title, but at least we know they're coming out with one last song. Yeah. Yeah. And as you alluded to, they had that song over the video, which is actually how I first found out because I'm subscribed to JYP Entertainment on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. And I just saw a video titled, Thank You For Being So Wonderful. And at first, for some reason, like, I was going to click on it right away because I'm one of those YouTube watchers that watches, like, any new videos right away from any of the channels that I really, really like. Uh But at the same time, as I was about to click on it, something just didn't feel right. I was like, do I want to watch this? I I have a bad feeling about this. And lo and behold, (laughs) that's how I find out Wonder Girls are disbanding. And I was like, ah, no.
0: (laughs) Right. So this is (laughs) non-unique. We've been Mm -hmm. talking about 21. But... We're reaching that stage where all of the girl groups from the 09 era, yeah. 09, 2010 era, are disbanding. Mm-hmm. And it could be that, you know, it's just becoming more expensive for these labels to hold on to these girls or that these girls are just sick of singing Nobody Forever and <laughs> Ever in many different languages.
1: Yeah, you uh, did some research, right? Or at least you remember, like, how many or at least some of the languages they had to do that song in?
0: Yeah, it was, like, uh. Chinese, Japanese english yep they opened for the wonder uh pardon me the jonas brothers yeah the, the part US of their tour uh, and their u.s tour did it you know only a million bajillion times <laughs> yeah so yeah poor girls mm-hmm. but we've seen car disband yeah we've seen to anyone disband um we've seen four minute disband yep so the question is Who's next Supermatic? Uh, Who's next I hate Lichoppy being asked Black? that question. I
1: don't even like thinking about it. But... So, so yeah, you,
0: you had a few frontrunners, <laughs> mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, like, the. it's actually, I've seen this also discussed a lot online. And even within my fellow friends who are also K-pop fans, like, the frontrunners that we see, or at least that we hope, uh, or not hope, but, like, we don't want to this to happen to even though we can see it is uh groups like FX yeah uh funny enough another JYP group Miss A yeah they're hitting that mark already yeah uh there's After School who even though they haven't really done anything like it, as after school really i mean
0: orange caramel probably kept that like going just a little longer yeah. you know
1: you know i actually just was reminded two days ago from a friend that they actually had red blue and orange caramel subunits but the only one anyone ever remembers is orange caramel <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the only good unit
1: yeah right and then uh who else uh Tierra. like yeah m- technically they're still together they recently Tiara, uh, yeah. came out with that song uh
0: tayamo not too long ago. But yeah, the Christmas one. Mhm. Just forgettable. Yeah. But
1: I mean, yeah, I mean uh, it's, it it's hard for especially a group like Tierra, who had
0: a lot of stuff to deal with. Yeah, and I would I would take, you know, this chopping block list a little further and mm-hmm. I'd add just a couple more like brown eyed girls. Oh, that's right. Um I think each of those girls are very senior. Mm-hmm. in the k-pop industry they are the unnie's <laughs> and yeah. i think they they are of diva status they can each do their continue to do their own thing as mm-hmm. they have been yeah i think just even more of that um and we have another notable girl group who has been doing a lot of solo singles lately oh
1: don't say it <laughs>
0: And that Mm-mm. is Girls' Generation.
1: Oh no, <laughs> well, I, I don't like to think about that. <laughs> the
0: question is how how
1: are those contracts standing right now? Uh, it's a unique situation because they they passed that standard seven year mark, but then That's even right. with that, it's been quite a while already since they've done anything as an entire group. Girls' yeah, Generation. Right. You said uh, Taeyon, Jessica, Tiffany, Hyoyeon, now Sohyun, like all these solo ventures. A lot of the Sones are hoping that they do something, at least one last song as a group, because August 5th of this year is their official 10-year anniversary. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully they don't disband. I mean, they they always say, uh, now and forever, always Girls' Generation. So Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, let's take a moment to appreciate what the Wonder Girls have done. Yes. When they came in hot on the scene, Mm -hmm. for me, they were one of my gateway entries into the K-pop movement back in 2009. They were trying to make a very deliberate U.S. entry Mm -hmm. into the market. And while I think all the other groups who tried doing the same thing around that same time, we had Seven from YG, BoA. Oh, yes. Wonder Girls were wildly successful in Korea. Mm -hmm. But if they had not made as much of an effort into the U.S. market as they did, would the Korean wave... B is what it is today. True. I think even though Wonder Girls had very marginal success, mm-hmm. um, they were lucky that they were able to tour with the Jonas Brothers, unfortunately singing Nobody Forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were on Nickelodeon. That's right. For that kids show. hmm They probably weren't turning a very significant profit off of the U- US effort. hmm I appreciate at least what they did to evangelize the genre as a whole.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean I'll admit nobody was probably the first song I heard from Wonder Girls and that got me into them right away. I found out about their earlier hits and I followed them. Nobody is right up there with G, White Girls Generation, probably mm-hmm. uh maybe songs like Step from Kara yeah. or just like uh just when Very you think iconic. of K pop, you think of these certain songs, you think of certain groups and Wonder Girls is definitely one of those groups.
0: Yeah, it's really funny because earlier on in FANIME, around that time, Mm -hmm. we had a checklist for what we let DJs come in on. Oh, yeah. And we had a set list of songs that they had to be able to spin with. Yeah. And nobody was one of those songs Uh, we (laughs) made on DJs. Not surprised. That's no longer the rule. But yeah, yeah, that was just... um, So they've endured, this group. They've gone through a number of different changes in group members and also different... I think genres for mm-hmm. how they presented themselves. I liked the latest evolution. Uh, uh, no one will doubt that Why So Lonely was a critical success. Oh yeah, definitely. But I definitely like that more mature look mm. and that um, sexy. Basically, you know?
1: the grown-up Wonder Girls. Yeah, like the this group that's been around for ten years.
0: <laughs> right, very confident. I think mm-hmm. in themselves. Yeah, I think the Wonder Girls. Did you have any final thoughts on the Wonder Girls?
1: uh well we talked about the video earlier which is simply titled thank you for being so wonderful yeah likewise as a wonderful myself (laughs) as a fan and just as a k-pop fan overall and a music fan thank you back to the wonder girls for everything that you've done i mean like i said when you think of k-pop you think of the wonder girls yeah at least you think they
0: are one of the like you know when you when you want to define the brand of someone Mm -hmm. right they are one of the first ones that come up on the list
1: definitely i mean Years from now, people are still probably going to play Nobody. Like you as a DJ, like K pop events, you're probably going to spin in and people will still know the I think, dance. I think They'll when, know all what's the words. It's probably going to
0: be more popular. I haven't played Nobody, admittedly, for a few years. Yeah. Because uh, I think everyone was sick of that song. It's songs like, like this mm. that the American Westerner or oh, K pop fans seem to really like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that nostalgia factor now that they're disbanding.
0: Maybe. <laughs> we'll I, see. I mean, it's so funny because you say that. Like mm-hmm. as a DJ, you'll notice songs that were popular long ago you know people don't want to listen to now for throwbacks Mm. but really cheesy ass songs like everybody (laughs) you know like backstreet Boys songs like that everyone hated back in the 90s Mm -hmm. or late 2000 or early 2000s late 90s yep is popular now oh yeah for sure (laughs) like people want to hear that stuff in the clubs but Mm -hmm. remember back in the night late 90s early 2000s no one wanted that stuff Not in the clubs. Yep. So it's generational things. And maybe Mm -hmm. I think, uh, but I already want to say the people who grew up with wonder girls are already of that age.
1: Yeah. True.
0: Yeah. And the latest group of kids coming into the K-pop scene now, they don't even know the wonder girls. Yeah. Outside of why so lonely, Mm -hmm. but yeah.
1: Yeah. But on a more positive note, I mean, at least it, it, you can't deny the legacy that the wonder girls have left on K-pop. They've, they've left their mark behind. Definitely. And those of us who were fortunate enough to experience them as part of our K-pop fandom will always remember them.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Wonder Girls. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Yubin, for representing cinema <laughs> Yep. And we'll follow you guys to see what's next. Mm-hmm. I know Hyena. You know, starting her career at Wonder Girls. Yep. That worked <laughs> out well for her. I'm so alone. I'm so Or not? Mm-hmm. Our weekly recurring segment where we take a look at latest releases and we rate them. We look at the audio, the concept, and what we thought of the song overall. Mm-hmm. Whether it, whether or not it was debak or, or not. not. <laughs> yes, we did it. <laughs> yes. Okay, our listeners have no idea why we're so excited, <laughs> but we we were trying to get we're trying to say certain phrases at the same time. Yes. Because it sounds totally cool. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, the quick TLDR, one of the girls brings out a pink fluffy cloud. They all look at the cloud. They inhale the cloud. They go on a wild acid trip. One of the girls goes into the closet, a la Alice in Wonderland. She chases after this, like, drug alien guy and goes further down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's an acid trip. <laughs> ah. That's right. I think the quick version yes, <laughs> of this song. <laughs> so you were saying that. Mm-hmm. You're familiar so you know something, a thing or two about K-pop. Yes. Right. But this caught you off guard. Yes. Uh, just,
1: okay, by K-pop standards, and even by what I've come to expect from Red Velvet, by uh-huh. like Red Velvet standards, and even by SM standards, right? I watched this video like not once, but twice today, because it just came out, uh-huh. and I knew that we were going to do it for this, and it still really caught me off guard. Like, even for what has come to be expected of K-pop in general, I still found it really random. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. When we saw Russian roulette, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time we were calling it Kiri Pamu Pamu. Yeah. J-pop style. I think this was also very similar to it. it kind mm-hmm. of even reminded me of another Pamu Pamu <laughs> single in terms of how colorful it was, mm-hmm. all the fuzzy, you know, fabrics in it. Yeah. I think it was really trying to, like, go ask Alice, you know, <laughs> try this pill, try that pill. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think that was the overt message but that was <laughs> i think it was a very deliberate and heavy nod to that
1: mm. yeah there's definitely like that at least maybe not so subtle but they tried to keep it subtle like undertones or messages of this acid
0: trip <laughs> yeah trying drugs or, or, or getting high on something yeah <laughs> right coming off of russian roulette mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are saying it was a disappointment
1: mmm Yeah. Well, one thing for me, like right off the bat, it's like it. This usually is not a good sign for me on on how much I like the song is if I don't know for sure what the title's supposed to be because all the teasers and everything that came out said it was rookie, as in like you know a brand new person to like a team or a sport and industry, like you're a rookie, your rookie year. But the way they sing it, it sounds like looky looky, as in look at this, look at that. And you said it's pretty much an acid trip, so I can't help but wonder if it was uh, intended to have. Uh, what what do we call it? A double entendre? Yeah, right. Or like and a double entendre. meaning.
0: Yeah, you know my my wife's. You know she was listening during this. Mm-hmm. Um, cover your ears, kids, for you. You know, podcast listeners who are under the age of thirteen. <laughs> but it definitely sounded like the expression "looky looky nicky nicky." Oh, oh, <laughs> which I you know if we're not of a certain generation, maybe I might not get the expression, but I understand that to mean. Um oral sex and intercourse. Ah, My wife taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I think the biggest irritation that I have and probably other fans as well mm-hmm. is that with a Russian roulette, mm-hmm. they were able to say the Rs correctly. Yeah. At the beginning of the word. But rookie rookie? Yeah. It was like they deliberately mispronounced it. Looky mm-hmm. looky. Yeah, And I know that R's and L's can be very similar sounding, mm-hmm. but if they've already proven that they have the capability of saying it differently, what's preventing them from doing it again? I, I, I don't know. It was trying too hard to be this pure, pathetic A.K.O. yeah
1: And especially considering the fact that their name is Red Velvet and they always have to introduce themselves and they say Red Velvet right. and they've been out for, what, three, four years already? You would think that <laughs> they would or at least we would expect them to know how to pronounce the R's as opposed to an L. So yeah. maybe there's more to it with that title. I mean
0: yeah.
1: it's just I feel like them saying looky looky kind of fits with the overall concept when we look at the music video. Yes. As you said, it's there's very very obvious elements of Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. as well as the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion the Witch in the wardrobe. Okay. Because there's this the closet that you said represents uh going down the rabbit hole yep but at the same time too is like uh we see each of the girls take their turns going through this wardrobe slash closet thing and they end up in different places Oh. so it's kind of like it takes elements from a little bit of both is what i felt like
0: Mm -hmm. maybe it's just how the symptoms manifest across the different users (laughs) probably and but they do all get chased by that space alien
1: Yeah, that weird guy who's like all... He seems to be made up of what flowers it looked like to me. Like just this mysterious flower petal alien man. (laughs) Right,
0: right. You know, it kind of reminds me of something out of... um, This reference is probably going to be lost on a lot of people. But the puppets from Itada Hikaru's uh, Traveling.
1: Oh, I actually know what you're talking about. (laughs) Then again, it's probably because I'm an Itada fan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So for those of you know, obviously that's the mm-hmm. most clear connection at least for me mm-hmm. and and carry palmy Palmu's is fashion monster yeah that too and if you don't know j-pop i'm sorry i can't find another better comparison it's like mm-hmm. a, a puppet with many different colored things to sean to him mm-hmm.
1: to be honest it's something i would like if i had to find a western equivalent it's what i would expect to come up in a lady gaga video probably
0: yeah mm-hmm. right <laughs> so for me in terms of the song mm-hmm. um yeah, you know, again, disappointment. I think it wasn't as catchy, mm. at least for me. Yeah, you know, I want to highlight one of the comments from a guest on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So Shim Mixes Josh of
1: Oh Shim Mixes. mixes. Yes, What's up? Yeah. I, I follow your mashups on your channel yeah, <laughs> on YouTube. <yeah>. So
0: Sh- <laughs> Josh, who um, you know, actually made one of the intro for our podcast. Oh, you know, he was talking about the song, and mm-hmm. you know what? What he said is that. He loved rookie way more than Russian Roulette, which I thought was really interesting. And his reasoning for this was that rookie sounds underwhelming to others because there's a lot of rapping, a lot more rapping than singing. Um, Which, you know, in his opinion, isn't a bad thing. It gives Irene, Joy, and Yuri more Mm. lines than compared with previous tracks. Oh, Um, that's a good point. You know, he admits that Russian Roulette is a lot more melodic in a sense, but he likes Rookie better because the arrangement is a lot more organic
1: interesting
0: so yeah i thought that was just you know a really good thought at least coming from him so shout out to uh shim mixes on giving that perspective again we're trying to prevent present a wide variety of perspectives here on and one of these singles so while i might not be feeling it i mean you know people like shim mixes josh at shim mixes is clearly feeling it mm-hmm. did you have other further thoughts on uh the song?
1: well there's just one person who actually uh responded to our facebook post. oh yeah uh, that's Bay right. area k-pop uh, yeah, what's up right. taylor how you doing yeah what's there? going on taylor yeah he said that the song uh from red velvet rookie reminded him a little bit of that song from the 80s which was mickey like oh mickey you're so fine, it's fine, you blow my mind hey mickey. Uh-huh. that that, which i could kind of see uh it might just be because of the retro pop style that red velvet seems to be going for these days and the music video is really strange it uh taylor also felt like the very strong imagery of alice in wonderland and lion the witch in the wardrobe so he and i were kind of on the same wavelength there (laughs) yeah for me in terms of the song quality i mean i'm a little let down too because i do actually i do like red velvet they're they're one of those groups that like i always try to give a chance because i don't necessarily hate them but like they're not one of my like super groups either right but whenever they come out with something new i look forward to it because i like them i like ice cream cake Mm -hmm. i really liked dum-dum yep russian roulette was good not great but still good in my book this one was underwhelming to me like nothing really stood out to me like sonically like nothing about the song like the only part of the song that i vividly remember is just that chorus which i find kind of silly which is looky looky
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you know i want to highlight one other comment Mm -hmm. um so uh, other podcaster, yes. uh, Tina Zhu, uh, the uh, K-Stop podcast. Hey. Even Tina Zhu is saying that, you know, watching a Red Velvet music video is like five most hated things <laughs> that she has to do. Oh. And she already knows that she's going to hate it. Like, you know, she, she comments that she would rather have her wisdom teeth reinserted and repulled <laughs> than <laughs> F with Red Velvet. Oh, my God. <laughs> so obviously very polarizing reactions <laughs> here. Um, but to your point, Matt, like they're Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're of their notoriety where they can put out anything and we're all going to listen to it. Yeah, that's true. And at the time of this recording, like it came out this morning, we were originally going to review another song mm-hmm. to, for this episode today. But then when Red Velvet came out, we're like, drop everything. Yep, We're going to review this for the mm-hmm. show instead because it's Red Velvet. Yep. And it came out this morning. So it's like, we're going to do it. And just as of this morning, it's over 2 million views at this right. point. Yeah. It, which shows you they have real momentum. Mm-hmm. Like, they them.
1: definitely have their fans. I mean, I I could see it. Like again, as I said, I don't I'm not an anti against Red Velvet. Like I I wait for their new releases because like I said, I want to see is it another good song like what right. I've enjoyed. Right. And after a like consistent 3 in a row which was as I said, Ice Cream Cake, Dum Dum and then Russian Roulette. This one is just, like, meh, honestly. Like, I, I wish I could remember this song. Then again, I've only listened to it twice because I only watched the music video twice. Maybe sure. I have to listen to it more. Yep. But I'm already getting vibes. Like, this is going to be a, a forgettable song for me.
0: Yep. Okay. <laughs> Shall we go to the score? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so for the audio, mm-hmm. what would you give it, Supermatic? Uh, one being lowest, five being highest.
1: Yeah. I feel kind of bad giving this low a score to Red Velvet, but I'm actually giving it a two. A just, two. C- just because of how forgettable it is to yeah. me, and especially when I have to compare it, like I said, to other Red Velvet songs I right. really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was originally going to give it something closer to those lines, mm. but I listened to this song all day today. <laughs> and I was really trying hard to see it mm. from all the different angles. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to grow on me. Is it? Ah. In the same way that, like, at first I freaking hated this song, <laughs> but it's quirky. Mm. It's very uniquely quirky, and mm. I like it. Um, So I'm going to give it a run of the bell three. Ah. <laughs> it's, But it's not great. I okay. mean, it hasn't gotten to me at that point, but mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. And what do you think of the concept? With it being Red
1: Velvet, I'm not too surprised it kind of went in this... Direction or this kind of direction. Because I did want to make one note is that we talked about how most, of, majority of the music video, I mean, it starts off really where they're in their bedroom. As you said, there's this pink wisp cloud thing that they all inhale. Well,
0: the drug dealer girl, yeah. the girl with the hookup, mm-hmm. shows this to everyone like, hey guys, yep. take what I found. And then they all inhale in and it. And
1: then they go on this acid trip where they're very clearly alice in wonderland as well as like the chronicles of narnia yep but then it's kind of funny because towards the end of the video it's like we see them all of a sudden shift to like uh there's one part where they're wearing these see-through skirts over their black shorts and it's like kind of 80s because like i saw that and the first word that popped into my head was tubular i don't know why but that's just that's just what it was when i saw those outfits and then they shift to again to what i thought was like making uh Making reference to the Jetsons when they're all in those like spate their own personal spaceships,
0: their little UFOs, and they're flying uh, around. I don't, I don't know if that was a deliberate not to Jetson. Well, that, I, that's what it reminded space, me yeah. of.
1: Like that's what I thought of. It's like we've gone from Alice in Wonderland to the Jetsons. Okay, and then towards the end of the video, they're like they're on a stage with that weird flower petal alien guy, whatever and then like as soon as the song ends and the music video ends we see them like oh and cut they all take a bow it's kind of like they make it very clear that this was all shot in one soundstage so i couldn't help but kind of wonder is if like was this sm and red velvet uh with another little subtle thing they're doing where they're kind of poking fun at themselves because of how Mm. random their videos are
0: yeah that is interesting don't forget that this music video starts off with a hand puppet uh you know Clicking the yeah, in, it's like, like and cue scene, Q's, yeah. And the, it, they use it to, I think it was credit either the yeah. producer or the music director, but mm-hmm. it just it
1: seems pretty meta to me. Like for those who don't, un- like trying to break the
0: fourth wall, yeah, or like something. breaking the
1: fourth wall is, Like they're very self-aware and like they know what they're doing throughout this music video and song. So, I'm I'm kind of wondering, like, was this really? Oh man, it, this is like,
0: <laughs> mind like mind blowing. blowing like, yes, because this is. Unraveling new layers, mm-hmm. which forces you to listen to the song again and again.
1: Yeah, making you like the song even more. Or maybe they—they're trying to get us to rack up the YouTube views because we just have to see this randomness for ourselves. Right, right. right.
0: <laughs> Man, English teachers should assign this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it—it it could be that, like, you know, just taking this—the this substance brings them to a new plane of mm-hmm. understanding reality and recognizing that they're in. Nothing but a soundstage. Sound yeah. That's probably overanalyzing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that that's at least my take on it. <laughs>
0: okay, so score, what would you give them? Even
1: though I wasn't really sure what to think of it fully, I give them credit, again, as I said, for going in this direction and trying what they did. And as random as it was, I actually am kind of a sucker for things like Alice in Wonderland, like that whole theme, because childhood fairy tales, you know it. <laughs> and because i can appreciate how like self-aware they seem to be at least uh-huh. uh whether or not i am over analyzing or not sure i actually concept wise i gave them a pretty solid 3.5
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give them a 4 for concept really yeah Ooh. i liked it <laughs> i did not like it at first <laughs> but just rewatching it and recognizing yeah this is very deliberately a drug thing <laughs> and you know it's like maybe they're not chasing the dr- the dragon they are chasing the the pedal <laughs> guy as, you know, they go through a different reality and then it catches up with her at some point. She gets one of the girls, She gets to a point where it, the guy starts chasing her. Mm,
1: that's true. That's and
0: true. I think that I was probably just drug overdose at that point. <laughs> but I like how colorful it is, mm-hmm. how the dynamic, the sets were true. Um, The first time I was watching, I'm like, where's the dancing that I rewatched. And I'm like, Oh, there's actually some pretty good, very unique. Yeah. Uh, dancing in terms of the style mm-hmm. that they adopt for this,
1: I actually am curious to see the choreography or dance version of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I mean you can see some of it in this music mm-hmm. video, but yeah, I I mean that will be interesting to see, and it'll be cool to see other K-pop dance groups cover it mm-hmm. as well. So I I actually applaud this one highly. I I vehemently hated this song <laughs> at first, but it's like I mean forcing myself to critically look at it. Like this is a fun joyride to to look at and go through. Hmm. so starship jefferson (laughs) go ask alice so daybok or not uh as
1: much as i like the music video as an overall package i actually have to give this one a not
0: (laughs) wow okay yeah well i'm gonna say it's daybok oh wow (laughs) yeah i'm glad we disagree (laughs) honestly russian roulette was definitely readily more accessible Mm -hmm. and the better song (laughs) yeah and very interesting Mm -hmm. but this one I like how different it is mm, from okay. anything else we're seeing in K-pop right now. So That's true. I Yeah, Daebak for me. <laughs> okay. There you have it, folks. <laughs> okay. So that was it for this episode of uh, K-pop cast. Um, yeah. As you noticed, we brought in a lot of feedback from our listeners, people who mm-hmm. engage with us. Uh, please continue to do that. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe on Twitter. You're at...
1: I am at Supermatic, which is S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C.
0: Feel free to tweet either of us. <laughs> yep, And uh, tweet with the hashtag K-popcast. Yep. One thing I just want to close out on is that mm-hmm. I totally disagree with my last assessment from the last show on Honey Bee. Oh. I disagree with everything I said. Oh. I, I love Honey Bee now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think wow. those girls harmonically play off of each other. Ah. So... I think we're allowed to change our decisions on these things, but yeah. Yeah. So don't hate me. If you liked honeybee and you thought I was wrong last time, I agree with you that I was wrong. Last <laughs> time.
1: Yeah. And this is why we love to hear the discussions from you on Twitter, or Facebook, any social media. So please get at us. And as you heard, we'll shout you out. So we start a conversation or start one with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and tell us
0: what to review next week. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. We'll catch you guys later.
1: Yeah, Catch you on the flip side.